0: Okay, we are rolling. Oh, live from
1: 14th City, we are go, go, go. Mass Movement presents. Mass movement presents.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Mass Movement presents. Uh, the apocalypse finally happened, but still, to the left of me, geographically at least, is the is the Roy to my Walt. Tim, how are you doing, Roy, Tim? Okay? You're both are, this list it's me sunshine <laughs> <Back> it <up>. hell <laughs> I knew that guy arise rise from you How are you doing you ok <laughs> yeah I'm
2: alright but i stuck in the house quarantine lockdown and all that
0: kind of shit yeah as you can gather but, you'll uh... be at the end of the phone as we talk about all the goings on in the world we'll be covering punk rock disney and geekdom including our take finally on mandalorian we'll talking... oh, so good so good so good so good yep that's all that can be said really we'll be looking at marvels in humans and project blue book amongst other things we also got an interview with Engineer Records boys to Stay Awakes. Uh, but first of all, we are particularly mad as hell and we are not going to take it anymore. Tell them, Tim. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore!
2: fucking people and unable to work out what social distancing means oh, unable to just like live under the quarantine rules, get this over quickly so everybody can get back to normal oh, no. let's all have a fucking party let's all go strolling down the road together mate. let's all take a family out down the path, let's all walk for the first time in 16 years with our big old bellies strapping around <laughs> people,
0: yeah. it's, it's ridiculous and it's, it's annoying and the worst, if you have been shopping yet?
2: Yeah, a couple of times. And, and see, I'm doing a shop for the brother, but I'm a man. Yeah, oh, God.
0: So I
2: get, I get a list off her, but the thing is, because she's in my dad, like that, uh, you know, at risk group, and yeah. she's very particular about her shopping, so she goes, I'd like you to go to Morrison's today or tomorrow <laughs> when you're getting the shopping. And here's my big old lady list,
1: right? <laughs> yeah.
2: So I'll file after two to today. Di- so I, I, I have been to every single different supermarket at one point doing the shopping. Yeah. No, I've done Morrison's, I've done Sainsby's, I've done Tesco's, I've done Asda. Okay. And um, surprisingly, Morrison's isn't the easiest to deal with. Although there's lots of old people touching things and sort of gathering around each other and as you're walking around you're going, to, you're going you'll be dead next week, and you, yeah. and you, and you.
0: with the old people um, a lot of, you'll see that on social media and I've seen it myself too like a, a lot of old people just not caring it well that, the point is, is it, I, I don't understand because it, it's,
2: it's there to keep them safe right exactly and they're, and they're just all like yeah crack this we'll be dead soon anyway so we've got to die or something yeah yeah and that's kind of their attitude it doesn't matter how, convenient or, like I say,
0: convenient,
2: how much longer it makes it matter for somebody else because they won't miss. you know what I mean It's just it just feels like well, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was at shopping the other day, and there's a one way system in Tesco. Okay. So i pushing toys on. I just turned my trolley around, right? That's mm. all the grab stuff off the shop. I was a blend on system. Some old dude was barreling down behind me with a little mask on his face, and he goes, It's a one way system, mate. And I just turned around and said, I'm not your fucking mate.
0: <laughs> just, nice. Well played. You know
2: what I, mean? uh, I think he just takes one look at me and he goes, uh, Best not to go any further. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you know, it's going to be sauce wars in the aisle. Like, you know, I'll be him into death of bottom in cold mustard.
0: <laughs> and COVID-19 would be the least of his problems.
2: <laughs> uh, it's, it's just down it's no really, like, people are so stupid. All it's proven to me is that people are as stupid as I thought they were and they are absolutely every bit as selfish as I thought they were.
0: Yeah. That's, well, that's what it comes down to, is know, selfishness, too, yeah.
2: Yeah, so stupidity and selfishness.
0: We all, want, we all want to go <laughs> see our families. We all want to go see our loved ones, our families, mates. Yeah. I mean, look, we're doing this podcast over the bleeding phone, you know, but, I mean, we just you just cannot do it, and there's people just not getting yeah. there. Well, the thing is, we
2: don't all want to be stuck in with our families anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, somebody in
1: this
2: house is going to be diverse, and in all likelihood, it's going to be me. That is this carries on for much longer. <laughs> <But> you can't... <laughs> You know what I mean? We all go out and do our thing for, pray for I mean, Tim. so we don't so we don't end up killing ourselves. Yeah, hashtag pray for Tim. <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs>
2: hashtag visible lockdown. Hashtag send Tim all your bourbon. Send it my way. Hashtag send Tim more alcohol. Yeah. Because it's you know, how do mm. you cope with the lockdown? You get very very pissed and you just wash the teddy and cry.
0: That's been the good thing. See, the brewery's been delivering, so.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've had a tiny grab of, uh, I've had some of their stuff. Yeah. Oh, I got one, of their birthday passage and saving for a special occasion.
0: Nice, Cause
2: nice. Because I, I figured that I'm going to be finishing a sort of book project in the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, cool, you man. I'm
2: going to be having, that, having it for that, so we'll see. Nice. What happens there, you know what I mean? I mean you, know, you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind, like, social rules the book and my strippers would come to visit me. <laughs> but no strippers would come to visit me. Right? <laughs> So,
0: apart
2: from that, I am just gutted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, it's, it's not it's not a difficult
0: concept to adhere to, you know, six foot away. Well, you know what you've
2: got uh, to do, you know, though? It. What's
0: that? You've got to inject bleach or disinfectants, you know that, yeah? oh, my, my, my do you? My, my days of mainline in detox and
2: fucking claw are <laughs> long behind me. You know what I am mean? a clean living chap these days, I don't do anything like that. I, I you know, I stick to the rules. I don't do the I don't do the law I don't do drugs. <laughs> oh, but it's just like six for hard concept, isn't it and like when people are walking towards you on a narrow path, right? And they're like, Oh, I'm not moving and I'm just thinking, Oh, please. Oh, if this had been two years ago you know, I'd have just walked straight through you and jumped up and down on your face. So I'm doing an, I'm trying to be nice, but I'm just sort of you know, moving to one side like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, I, just, I, I would literally just be strangling people There'd be like a tailor-courses. Yeah. And which route did you take, officer? Well, you can see by the
0: way the bodies are placed. <laughs> that's the way you went, mate. Like. <laughs> that's why you're mad as hell, yeah? That's what, that's, that's why I'm mad you as know, hell. People breaking can... break social distancing rules. Get rid of people. No I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! So, how have you been avoiding not going mad in lockdown, Tim? Disney
2: Plus.
0: Disney Plus, yeah, I'll go with that.
2: Disney, Disney Plus, Disney Plus, that's so just watching um, a shitload of old Disney movies and yeah. sort of catching up with um, series, and I started watching
0: Imagineering Story. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh my
2: that's so good. So
0: good. I haven't, I have watched that yet. That's on my list. That's on my to-do list, so for sure.
2: It's
0: worth getting Disney Plus just for that. Well, I've had some criticism. Had criticism of Disney Plus, but I mean. Um, like, you know, it's not got all the content um, yet. but No, they're going to stagger,
2: aren't they? So, you, you know, it's like... Don't exactly. Blow... <laughs> oh, they go, the Don't blow your what, what in the
0: first month. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's, it's obviously, they, you know, they can't kind of just chuck it all on there you know, and, and then wait for the new movies. It's just, they need to act like, like Netflix and Prime do. You know, they add new content monthly. Right, that's it. And make, make it
2: all worth
0: laughing. Like... Yeah.
2: With their flagship show now, The Mandalorian, right? Yes, oh, I
3: want yeah. to wait for
2: it till now. But yes, I've seen all seven episodes they've given us so far. Yeah. And it is just every
0: bit as good as I hoped it would be. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been pretty hardcore with it, haven't we? We've we've waited for the yeah. official um, UK release of Mandalorian, haven't we, through Disney Plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's been leaked yeah. ages ago. Um, but we 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 stuck to our, our guns, and yeah, I mean, it, it's so good. It's so it's amazing. It's,
2: it's, it's, it's literally no more from cover the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. Just breaking it down, it's it's you know an exploration of the father-son relationship and 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 of loss and trying to find, re-find your purpose in life.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's absolutely wonderful. I can't, I don't have any criticisms of it at all.
0: No. no. It's it's just it's, no. just it's just it's like Tarantino doing Star Wars. No, I expect not. Yeah, or Rodriguez maybe, like you know, sort of that. Like, it's got that that Western yeah, yeah, yeah. feel, hasn't it?
1: Well,
2: uh, yeah, so it, it feels really like Spaghetti Western. So yeah. it's, it's more like, it's like the early Italian maestro of, of the genre. But it's 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 not like Tarantino because there's no women's feet popping up every now and then. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You
0: know, hey, give it time.
2: Even his feet thing. That's, I, I, I can do that like in the Star Wars universe. I'm and exactly. So <laughs> that makes my day. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes life a bit better life. Yeah. But I I just like the fact that it's
0: starting to explore off
2: offer typical Mandalorian
0: culture. Yeah. And it's going to tie in with um, the Clone Wars because they're going to do a series of and that, aren't they? That's right, yeah, yeah. But so it, that's going to be kind of... I mean, what's always, what's always important for me in Star Wars is that it's recognisable as Star Wars. And this so is. Right. This This looks like it's straight after Return of the Jedi, doesn't it? Like, yeah, because it feels like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
2: yeah. It yeah. just feels completely like Star Wars.
0: And the fact they
2: kept... The child as a puppet and didn't no CGI. I like that. I, I, I like they like have kept it as old school as possible. Yeah. You know, there's no. Let's, let's not CGI shit. Let's go prosthetics and let's go the old school route. Uh, uh, make an old school series, for the old school route. And it looks like because they left it straight from 1979. So yeah. It's
1: just,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely
0: brilliant. I, I was happy to see uh, Carl Weathers pop up. The bloody <laughs> yeah i love that guy well definitely
2: yeah, he's got like two uh one he, he appeared in one of the in kind of anything a couple of film, three films in one franchise yeah four
0: sorry finish. action jackson thank you very much <laughs> yeah i i i i'm trying to forget about
2: how it happened <laughs> You've <laughs> seen the most homoerotic moment ever in, in action cinema.
0: Yeah, I know. You <laughs>
2: son of a bitch! You know, they when they clap hands and they like flex and they flex each other's muscles like, oh hello, Dylan,
1: you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: just get a room. Arnie be like, oh Carl, I see you have bloody the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He, he doesn't get any more homo rocket than that. He really doesn't.
2: So, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I like
0: the fact that Werner Herzog's in there.
2: Putting that creepy old you know, how God me that plan? Yeah. I was
0: I was yeah, just glad creepy. to see the... Um... The Jawas. Jawas, yes. <laughs> that was funny as hell. They're just like, oh, TV! Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, love the, not... how they stripped his spaceship, yeah. you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to beat the shit out of draw, like yeah, you as well, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. off the side of sand crawler. Yeah. It's just like you, you just want to go and squish them all, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Like you, you give them the edge
2: and then you
0: just shoot them off. Blah, 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 You're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Mandalorian, <laughs> definite thumbs up from us then, yeah? Mandalorian is definite, definite, definite thumbs up. This is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. So, you've been watching, I, I haven't looked at this yet, but Marvel's in Humans, yeah? Oh, man.
2: It got panned when it first came out, but it's all but the series just popped up in the Plus,
0: right?
2: Yeah. So I thought, let's see if fandom was right and let's see if it's as bad as they think it is, right?
0: Okay. And
2: why it's, it's not as bad as fandom says it is. It's not great. Okay. Okay? Um, so it's closer to what fandom says it is than being good, but there are standout moments in it, like that's mans performance as, as Black balls. That is incredible. Okay. And it will, it will be in as, as Maximus, again, another great performance, for everybody else is kind of. Really, you look like you're and you've got and you energy going to a, you know, smell of fart school of soap, soap opera acting. Oh. So and it's, it's,
0: it's just it a case of bad acting, is it?
2: Zero budget. Yeah, and there's zero budget. You know, it, it looks like it was filmed behind a spa in Guitar life. Really?
0: There's yeah, the
2: lockups. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Hawaii and the line sign, the two locations used
0: by the humans. <laughs> oh, God. So, so yeah, it's very, very enjoyable, yeah? If you can look past that. Oh, I think... oh yeah, you, if you just sit there and
2: switch your brain off for, for seven and a half hours, it's great. Okay. But you
0: have to
2: switch your brain off. If you're overthinking, you
1: go, no. <laughs> and then
2: you say, really? No, you said that. How, who, who wrote this dialogue? And then you think, right? I found out his name. I've got it from the phone book. I'm going with a dialogue. Book my plane ticket. I'm going to turn up to his house and beat him to death with a pool ball in a, in a sock because it's just it's dreadful. A couple of coke cans in a plastic bag and beat him with them, like just because you wrote that dialogue.
0: But if it was done right, it's a good story, is it? Would you would you say that? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, it's yeah, because it's called a Political intrigues so and it didn't have a bunch of special effect and over-the-top superhero, super so that's the constant character. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, it, it's basically on the, uh, basically following the thought relationship between Masters and Black and how one brother thinks he, the other, has been given his birthright instead, and, uh, and how that translates later on and than Okay. But on a much bigger scale,
0: because they're royalty. Okay, right. cool
2: you've
0: been watching that bloody Project Blue Book, haven't you? I've been watching Project Blue Book, mate, yes. Are you not a fan, that. are you? No. Absolutely See? not. It's,
2: it's, a, it's a second-rate Dark Sky, and a really cheap s with rip-off. borrowing loosely and liberally from historical fact. It's
0: bollocks. It is, yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously they sell it as it's um, based on actual thing, you know, actual occurrences, which, to a point, yeah. it is... No, it's based on actual case files. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, Alan Hynek, yeah, yeah, Alan Hynek definitely uh, you yeah. know, investigated all that, but I think they go off the the, the, the case file. They take a bit of um, they take a bit of liberty, the liberty. with with, the, with, the, with the, some of the scripts, I think. Yeah. it's not a bit
2: of liberty, it's a bit of liberty. I read Project Blue Book because it's released, you know, like the declassified report, it, was, it was released in a story, yeah, as a novel in the '70s, my old man, so I obviously you know, he passed it on to me. And I read it and it's nothing like Project Blue Book, it's just borrowed Alheimak and it's borrowed you know, the title Project Blue Book is sort of let's cram as much bollocks into this
0: as we possibly can. Yeah. Because hopefully everybody's forgotten the Dark Skies is far superior to us. Dark skies, uh, great, yeah. I mean yeah. we we're on season two yeah. now of Project Blue Book, which I, I think it's it's holding my, my interest enough that I'll I'll keep going. But there there are bits that annoy me. You
2: know, you 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 think the pornography's good after 1985? So I,
0: you know you're, you it loosely holds your attention <laughs> and has no
2: bearing on my when but, I'm going to watch it a lot. You
0: know I, mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, yeah. The one of the, the um, one of the things was uh, Captain Michael Quinn, the guy who sort of he tags along with uh, with Hynek during his investigation yeah, yeah. to kind of, to try and debunk. I was thinking, God, I know that guy, and it took me a season and a half to realize I interviewed him last year. <laughs> it's Michael Ma- Ma- uh, Malaki. Oh Malachi what we, let's say. Um, Malachi Malachi yeah he's got a yeah. he's got a band as well that played that played in Cardiff and I realised I'd interviewed him for a magazine I was
2: like, I, I know you from somewhere yeah. back, but I don't quite I can't quite place you it yeah. might have been in the three quarters of what the
0: yeah.
2: I was before I spoke to you
0: but... <laughs> it took me all whole season and a half to realise that <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah I'm a I'm a big fan of it you're not I I'm not just... I
1: can't get on with it, but I just cannot get on
0: with it at all. Okay, uh, fair enough, we'll leave it nice. there then. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad Robot! Uh, there was
0: some news about uh, Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams. Uh, yeah, they're um they're making a series, of, they're making Justice League Dark. Yeah. And they're going for HBO, so it's
2: either going to be awesome
0: or it's going to be shite. Yeah, he's, he doesn't do in-between, does he, J.J.?
2: No, and the thing is, with Damon and sort of setting the bar with yeah. and watching, yeah, JJ and Damon, you know, knowing each other, there's no way JJ is going down without a fight. So he's going to think, well, I've got to up my game for this. And Prince just got to bring Swamp and Constantine back into the deal. Because, you know, both those series this cancelled. There's constantly seen
0: series cancelled. and some things have cancelled. So just bring them back and mean they're going to get a new search of HBO. They're going to focus on individual characters. So they're just going to leave the overall story off. Yeah. So we shall see what happens there. I think on, so on, the, I, I, I think. think I, go on. No, no, crack, crack on, bud. I think I'm, I'm, I mainly got a lot of confidence in JJ, more than I haven't. He's done more, way more good than bad. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so I, I think you'll you'll do a good job, and um, I can't wait to see it. Do we know when when that's coming out? Or?
2: No, it's just a commission now. Along with a series called Duster. Okay. Um, so HBO commissioned three series from Bad Robot. So yeah. it's just a geek dark. A series called Duster, which is about a syndicate getaway in, uh, from a syndicate getaway driver in the 1970s, which means there'll be lots of cool groovy tunes and you know. Yeah. Bad hair choices and car chases, which that's totally fine too. <laughs> and yeah. also the Overlook Hotel, which is oh, of the course
0: yeah the Overlook from um, the shining. shining,
2: so it's all the individual stories from the Overlook's past. So it's like a horror anthology series, all set within the boundaries of the Overlook. Excellent. As well. So I'm um, kind of looking forward to all three, but just The Dark is the one that people might just it's followed by that followed by the Overlook.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah, I oh, I agree and
2: with that foggy
4: series are always pretty good, but sometimes they can be a bit thin. Like, this based on existing IP. You're kind of like, eh, you want <laughs> new shit? We shall see. You know? Okay, cool. Hi there. This is H from Acid Rain, and you are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast
0: because you're a sensible, clever, smart individual. So, what, should we have our first track of the day? Yeah, let's have the first track. This is a new band from Cardiff. Uh, they're called Nil. If you could like sort of go for that sort of burnt by the sun VOD botch sort of sound, then these should be right up the street and this is called a So that was Neil New Cardiff Band with um, Abort. Go check them out on Facebook. Okay, so I mentioned Disney Plus earlier. And we've been digging into some yeah. old favourites. We're both a fan of this movie, Blackbeard's Ghost. How,
2: how could you not be a fan of this film? Yeah. How could you not be? It's Dean Jones, it, you know, just starting at the very beginning of his, pri- of his Disney Prime. So it's like he's done like uh, maybe the Shaggy DA before this, and then he's jumped to the Blackbeard's Ghost, This it's just, just pre Herbie. Dean Jones and Peter Eustonoff in a story about a pirate's ghost that's summoned back when (laughs) he's been cursed by his wife and when Dean Jones sits on his bedpan and finds a spellbook, he brings him back
1: to save a
2: bunch of old ladies in a ramshackle hotel. It's it's amazing.
1: It's
2: not know, It's funny. There's no swearing. But, you know, okay, fine. I think it's Disney in the 60s. But you can have some cursing and sex and violence. Well, there's a little bit of violence, but yeah. Yeah. It's It's just a really fun film.
0: Peter Ustinov yeah. goes hand-in-hand with, with Disney for me, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I, like I think of the old movies, I think of, like, because he appears in, like, um, obviously Robin Hood, John. yeah, he's the voice of um, John, John, yeah. Prince John and that. Um, yeah. He's also in The Treasure of American Bay and The Muppet Show as well, isn't he? Yeah, I, I when I think of him, I do think of, you know, that voice instantly takes, uh, first of all, Robin Hood, yeah, like you say, Right. Uh, just such an instantly recognisable voice.
2: I just think, yeah, that, you know, when I think of like pirates, I don't think of like Jack Sparrow. I just think of, you know, a rather portly Peter to of beating the shit out of the gangsters in, in some small American town in the 60s, because that's what pirates did.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They came back in the bed and they got they, they like. Yeah,
0: yeah. They
2: threw down with everybody. You know, drank all your rum, tried to pinch your girlfriend's ass, and then stole saw police motorcycles. That's my idea of what a pirate should be. Well, I
0: think Dean Jones, I think Herbie, instantly, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dean Jones didn't have much stuff with like, kind other of worldly things. Didn't you know, it's like Peter Neuston off and then um, <laughs> a, 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 a terrible
0: Volkswagen from the 60s, a car designed by Hitler that comes to life. Yeah. Marvellous. <laughs> yeah. Dean Jones is a typical all-American, clean-cut-looking guy like an either. He's perfect for Disney.
2: He was, and he- I think about Dean Jones, he was, a, he was a great leading man, and then you know, in the mid 70s, he had a massive sort of breakdown and discovery because I was rabid to born again Christian.
0: Okay.
2: And so, coincided decided that Disney stopped working with him, so I don't know whether I had something like to do God and him on Sabbath, I don't know, but you know. Or it might have been that he got fired by Disney, and then he yeah, had his breakdown and Discovery, so it was one of those things. And he started doing a lot of evangelical films and things. So.
0: Oh, Okay, I didn't know, I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah, which is why you don't see D. on TV for years and years and years, passing like small sporting walls.
0: Yeah, you
2: done it <laughs> five years ago as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad. Because when I was watching um, Blacklist Ghost again the other day, I was just thinking, I was doing the old lady thing. You know, one of the ladies get a newspaper in, and they just go through, go to the obituaries and they go, dead, 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 yeah. dead, dead. dead. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: And then when someone on the screen just going, he's dead, he's dead, she's dead. She's
0: dead, too. Dead, dead,
2: dead, dead, dead. <laughs> <'Cause> everybody in <else>, film, <laughs> I swear to God, everybody in that film like that is dead. Really?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, dead, fuck. So I, and that film's,
2: what, 50 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: gotta it's gotta easy, yeah. yeah. 50,
2: 50, 52 years old and everybody is dead. All dead. Fucking dead. Oh, that's scary, nah. isn't it? Well, not as scary as the fact that when the other film I saw, that will a film Little People. There's only one person that's still alive. Sean Connery.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But I've done little
0: people. Why are you watching okay. movies about little people? They freak you out. Ah, uh, mate. Right. That's well documented I got on that. this on this podcast already about little people.
1: It is.
2: <laughs> but it is, but it, but my my feelings of divorced on leprechauns. Leprechauns are like um mystical beings, fairy beings, fairies, fairy creatures of fairy tale, all right? They're okay. not like Dwarfs with normal people's sized hands, or dwarfs with little fluffy fingers and expanding heads. They're not, it's not like that, you know. You could hang out with the left ones because you just drink pachino, they'd want to shine your shoe buckles. <laughs>
1: like,
2: plus, there's the promise of gold, and if they take you the Fairy Mountain, you'd have to see anybody else again. <laughs> Next like... You just drink booze and,
1: you know, listen to music and dance with me. I had really danced like a tip there, so it doesn't matter, you might you write at home,
2: Kissed and danced like I get tip for the rest
1: of my day. So
0: where do I sign? Fucking give me the contract. <laughs> I'll be there in a flash. That's, that's exactly what I'd like to do. What would you like to do? Would know? you like to be kissed and dance while you're Like, <laughs> off the ferry mountain, you know? So that would be a deal yeah, the little contract. people. Uh, 1959, as you said, Sean yep. Connery, uh, Jan Monroe, Albert Sharp. Um, yep. They're all dead, they? Eh? Jan Monroe's dead, is he?
2: Oh yeah, she was like 38. Died, she was 38 or something, massive heart attack.
0: Seriously?
2: Yeah, when you see Darby again, you think, you know what? (laughs) Well, hello. Yeah. You 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 would, wouldn't you? Oh hell yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) You'd be like, hey, I'm the little people (laughs) kidnapper. Of course not. Like I'm trying to imagine. But you just, yeah. So watching it, I mean. it's... surprising how well the special effects in *Darby Girls* still stand up.
0: Yeah.
2: Because they're not as bad as I thought they'd be. I, I know it's all like down a false perspective and you know, um, I suppose negatives and people actually drawing on film frames and colouring right. Yeah. But they really hold up and it's a really funny film.
0: Yeah. I think that's the thing with a lot of practical effects—they they do hold up better than some of the CGI. Oh, some of them do. Some, yeah, you
2: some, some special effects special effects really hold up unlike yeah. James Cameron's first massive special effects job that'll be on the stars where some of the effects really, 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 really don't hold up
0: <laughs> Yeah Have you been watching uh, that as well, yeah?
2: Oh yeah well, I, I saw that like, in the cinema when it first came out Did you? Yeah, yeah This It came out in 1980 and I think like the week it was released I was down in Liverpool okay. uh, for a week with my. Manana some shit. And they were selling on the fact that John Boyd Walton was in it.
0: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
2: Uh, Richard Richard Thomas. Richard Thomas,
0: actually.
2: yeah. And he was doing the rounds of like Saturday morning kids shows with the woman who played St. Nextman. Okay. A sort of Valkyrie looking good woman.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So and she was being a bit saucy and, you know, doing what she's doing around. and Richard Thomas was just sitting there thinking, oh, I've never left America and here I am promoting this film. And when a couple comes to and I said, oh, science fiction film, big screen, we've got to go. Because it's, it's all in the, in, in the aftermath of Star Wars, so it's all trading on that sort of...
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh,
2: ...sort of like Star Wars infamy. And, um, you know, all $2 million that sort of that budget was on screen.
1: Literally.
2: <laughs> because it, it, but it's, it's it's a fun science fiction romp.
0: Yeah, so we had John Saxon, George Pippard, Robert Vaughan.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. That's another of a line
2: So, I, I mean, I knew John Saxon was, because I'd just seen Ed the Dragon before
0: yeah. that.
2: So, you know, all of a sudden you get, like, the good guy from the dragon is the bad guy in Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah. So, you see the Malmorty, this all-conquering, mutant-beating... He just wants to conquer everybody so that he can live forever. And then you've got George Pepper playing Space Cowboy with the worst cowboy hat ever in the team. God, how bad is that hat?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know.
2: So, how pissed must George Peppard have been for the making of this film to just wear that hat willingly? You
0: know? Yeah, use I mean, your costume, oh, George. Just, what? Yeah,
2: <laughs> just doing the, the fucking hat and I'm being cowboy. Just put my head no. oh, That's it, I can't be doing this anymore.
0: You know? I mean, there were some, uh, you know, that post-Star Wars sort of fallout where ev- every sort of American TV or film company wanted a Star Wars. There were some successes, yeah. but this isn't one of them.
2: The thing is, I, and this is a dreadful confession, right? I have seen Battle Beyond the Stars around 70
0: times. You obviously hold some affection for it then, yeah? Oh, I love the film. Yeah. I absolutely
2: love the film. But it's,
0: it's
2: the epitome of what can you do with a tiny amount of money yeah. And a little bit of ingenuity. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I hadn't seen it for 15 years, before so I watched it again um, last weekend. And um, you can see that some of the sets are painted backdrops, and you know, some of the effects really don't hold up. But the story is pretty good. It's just the Magnificent Seven in space. Yeah. You know, take Magnificent Seven, put it in space, and it's job done.
0: You know. Well, we, we all see, cool, don't we? I mean, it doesn't have to be a um, an effects uh, sort of bonanza. If the story's yeah. there, I mean, uh, like we always we always used Doctor Who as the uh, as the yardstick, don't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If the story's well, there, you yeah, don't necessarily you need it, the uh, the facts. Yeah,
2: but you you measure the game for so like Star Wars. And it just doesn't hold up because you're just thinking. Yeah. No, it doesn't hold up with that some of the cast. You're like, oh, did George Pepperard really? You know. At least you
0: saw your days out with Hannibal Smith and then, you know, Robert yeah. Vaughan. You know, at least you finally got on
2: another certain
0: hustle before you popped off. <laughs> and, but John Saxon's still around, I think. He is, you yeah. Know? I met He's him a few funny. years ago at a con. Did you? Yeah, nice guy. What was he like? Yeah, nice guy, man, nice guy. He was just, uh, obviously, you're you get a couple of minutes with these guys these cons, like, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He wasn't like um, Billy D Williams, he was <laughs> who, who was a grumpy bastard. Who was a grumpy bastard? Billy D Williams. Was he? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's that's dreadful, that I know. You should have gone So, Mister Roper, <laughs> show me your kung fu. John Saxon with a knife and, and chopped your fucking head off like. <laughs> that would have been that would have been brilliant. Can I? Can I? I would, just, I would have been so exact like if they if they the called me and I'd have gone, so Roper, uh, show me what you got. <laughs> and I'd be you like <laughs> all gone off. So say Oh, you live still do you? And you are who you are. Oh, I'm Cameron the, the Lambda Zone.
1: Let's
2: go, you sorry mutant fellow a bitch. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> on a, you know,
0: fans from the comp. <laughs> for beating up the the of John Sax. So if you want to take your brain out, uh, for an hour, or hour or so, go watch Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah.
2: Oh, you you won't regret it. It's just it's just absolutely brilliant science fiction cheese. It's just a pop treat down science fiction road. But Excellent. You know, it's, it's the first. It's from James Cameron. Got his
0: breakdown. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He started working with Roger Corman who produced the film.
0: Yeah, that's right, and yeah. And
2: he, he did all special effects for it, which is what initially got him Terminator game.
0: So there we go. I mean, we got, we got to to be thankful for him. Yeah, well, there
2: you go. It's responsible for Terminator. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately for, for Aliens. <laughs> yeah.
0: alien, you not an Aliens fan. fan. Oh,
2: mate. Completely ruin the franchise. Oh, no, no, sorry. Alien, OK? Alien, yeah. You've got one... One xenomorph on board that ship, and it's a creature that's terrifying in its power. Yeah. Okay. It's damn near impossible to kill. Right. And you've got Sigourney Weaver and the little panties. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Well, that's just an added bonus. Right. Yeah. But this this monster is, is in, damn near impossible to It's a perfect killing machine. Then with the aliens, there are thousands of them, and a bunch of marines can basically take them all out, including the queen. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. Okay. It, it can, Completely
0: reduce the power of animals to nothing. Man, we'll have to okay. do a deep dive on the on the alien yeah. um, saga. No, it's not my thing. So <laughs> what, what, what's, what else is on your agenda then, Christopher? Okay. Well, well I think yeah. what we should do now is probably have another track. Play a little track. We feature these guys heavily um, on this podcast because they're that damn good. But this is another track from Wake the Dead on Engineer Records from the album Still Burning. This is called Giving Up. <laughs>
2: Everybody, this is Igor Cavalera from Brick, Cavalera Conspiracy, and you
1: guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. You're back in
0: the room. Uh, we're <laughs> back in the room. We're back in the
1: room. We're back. We're back. We're back. In the
0: room. <laughs> okay, so um, there's been a couple of major releases, releases this year so far in, um, in terms of hardcore. Yeah. Uh, We've we'll been having a look at those now. First one is uh, Malevolence, uh, The Other Side uh-huh. EP. How good is that record, yeah? Well, we we yeah. we chucked the interview, we went and interviewed them on, on the last cast, didn't we? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which we banged onto the last cast. Um, but we haven't really talked about how good the record is. Um, uh, the other side, it's just a continuous
2: self-watch face
0: or self currency yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carrying um, on the sound of that record,
2: I just love that sort of burgeoning, not quite. H8000, sort of metal metalcore that's reminiscent of Sub Zero and yeah. Sheer Terror,
0: and that sort of real dark. Well, there's definite a year, sort of sludge influence, stuff. isn't there? I think there's a, there's a definite sludge influence there as well, like those sort right. of some of those NOLA bands. Like you know, um, I mean, especially that, that, the last track, uh, called "The Other Side," really yeah. sort of it might me of like crowbar-ish.
2: Yeah, it does have that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. It does. But I mean, I, I wore the uh, like the Nola band. It's, it's more like crowbar than anything else. Yeah, yeah. crowbar things there. But those guys are just so good, you know. And you you listen to dark sort of nihilistic hardcore, and they are right at the top of the list. And they just they should be huge. It
0: be it be yeah, I, I think sort of I way. think um, it's only a matter of time until they will be. To be honest with you, I think th- this, you know, these these last couple of releases now, is just going to break them. I think I think they they got that the hardcore back in, and they've remained within that sort of you know the niche of hardcore, but they've also broken away yeah. slightly, and and I think the mainstream could sort of pick up on this a little bit. Oh, well, you know, I I hope it does
2: because these guys are just on the cusp of being something really big and really special
0: musically they're already incredibly special yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. you would definitely see them like 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 on a support to a big tour like a Slipknot or something. you can see that that sort of thing in their future you know well, I hope not because Slipknot is not oh yeah Slipknot shouldn't but you know I can see that like you know okay. being exposed to that sort of uh, crowd you know yeah you know I, 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 what well, I would like to see them I'd like to see them do a package tour from just with a Mad just them on Mad Boy yeah yeah
2: yeah that would goes down
0: really well you
2: know 'Cause they be pushing themselves every night, they push my board to go harder and further and that's the kind of toy I'd like to see, because they both come from a sort of similar background. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly malevolence have a bit of a dirtier sound than that board, but I think that was a toy that could really work and benefit both fans.
0: Yeah,
2: but, for sure, yeah. I like, knew
0: malevolence EP was just immense. And they were nice guys. You you got to speak to them you got to speak to the other week, didn't oh, you?
2: Alex is lovely. He's yeah. an absolute, absolute War lovely guy, lovely bug
0: to speak to, just you know, absolute. Can't say enough, about it. yeah. Well, I interviewed him, uh, what was it two years ago? I was looking back, yeah. um, I interviewed him two years ago, yeah, um, yeah, good guys. Sheffield Bend, uh, uh, yeah, they're definitely flying the flag for UK hardcore for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah, they look like they're enjoying life and just having a blast, and yeah, we can for kids who are just getting out there and
2: doing it and just. Making the most of it.
0: Exactly. You're just, uh, Drain, isn't you. You're
2: right. Big way. Drain
0: oh You're into drain in a big way. Big time. Oh, I love that record, man. California Cursed uh, by Drain. <sighs> it's on Revelation Records. I mean, it's just, it's just fantastic. Like, you
2: know, it's a, it's a good, solid, hardcore record. I, by, you know, I don't see why everybody's losing their shit over it. I mean, it's. I really like
0: the record.
2: I yeah. Do, but I would take Malevolence over Drain. You know what I mean? To me, that's.
0: That that's the better release of the last couple of weeks. Okay, yeah, I'd go the other way. I think I'd go again. Like love them both, but um, yeah, yeah, this Drain album from from for my for my ears anyway is something a bit special. It got all those sort of Suicide tendencies vibes, that those those sort of mid '80s thrash vibes, but without being pretentious about it, it just flows from them naturally. It just sort of yeah, they come
2: from the same of it was like sort of and Yeah. Wolf and all that old Venice crossover
0: yeah stuff. totally and
2: you know I, I really like the record I really really do but I mean there are people who are just like Ah, they're the second coming I don't think they're the second coming
0: <laughs> they're a great band yeah and it's a great record but they're not the second coming I mean they're not very naughty boys either but they're not the second coming no no <laughs> he's a very naughty boy
2: <laughs> so, they're not
0: that naughty. <laughs> I think <and>, um, <laughs> are but they're a good. Band, uh, but then California Curse is not as good as the other side. If I was gonna
2: buy one record or buy to buy one record, buy the
0: other side and then get California Curse later. On. <laughs> yeah, then download. That's the way I do. yeah, yeah. And I know you tro- I know you chose tro- the other way. Oh hell yeah, yeah. For, for, me, for sure, yeah. It's, it's, no, well oh, I bought California Curse, so there we go. Yeah, I, it's, it's such a good album. right? I mean, you know, for Revelation to pick him up as well. Well, yeah, you know,
2: Jordan's got his edge with Strong, and he, he, knows what he, he knows what's what. And he knows, he knows where all the actors are going. Like, ah! yeah. These chaps are you small. Know, these chaps are floating my boat. Let's find I mean, them left going out there. And, you know, I think it's going to be a matter of time until they're way up the bill on some of the hard corner. you know, they're toppling up pitch, and they need
0: to like the department. Right, I, so. I mean, I, I gather... that. I also get they're very relevant at the moment. I mean, this sort of uh, new wave of thrash um, is very big at the moment, isn't it? So, Drain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drain have sort of you know latched onto that, but they're doing it the best. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. you know, all these bands of Power, Power Trip and whatnot, they're really good, but Drain have just blown them all away. As far as I can, at least in my, oh my my years, God, anyway. some of bands like Power Trip, Anna. what's this, this
2: that job's not band trapped?
0: Yeah, so, oh, yeah, man, we we got to get onto this. Talk, talking crap about everybody on the internet. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure big of that and I'm going to have a fight.
2: Track.
0: And then he challenges Danny
2: Gabbo. He actually yeah. yeah. mouths off
0: to eat it, Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, do, do you want to
2: die, dude? You know, First of all, you challenge ice tea to a pin at the bottom. Yeah, man.
5: yeah. And
0: then, you,
2: and then you mouth off to eat it.
0: I don't know where he's—he's wow. he's, he's obviously got a mental issue or something. But I mean, he's just—it started off a few months back. He was uh, challenging wherever they're from. Um, yeah. He was challenging an, another band who would clearly blow him off the stage. To so, like, you know, he was sort of—we like, were both through a gig, a hometown gig. See who draws the most. I mean, Trapped got one song about five people remember in 1998. You know? Yeah,
2: I, I don't even—I don't even know who they are. I—I'm not someone.
0: <laughs> You really right. oh, I vaguely remember the name. Right. Only because you remember, you know, back in the, it was all, it was clever to, you know, spell your name wrong, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the thing
2: is, how ridiculous, how stupid
0: you have to be, how knowing you have to be to go, you know what? I'm gonna mouth off to how, you, know, yeah. No. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> cardinal rules, what a, what a hard hardcore. Well, that's Number what it is. Isaac and Ice T. Yeah, yeah. Isaac and Ice T. Yeah. Are brothers, like you know, sort of. Well, not actual brothers, obviously. But, um, yeah, he was melting yeah, off I, to iced tea. I think more scared of Isaac than I would have
2: tea any day of the week. Yeah. I mean, you've you met Isaac, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've met him. Uh, yeah. He's a
0: cool... Yeah, ...looking dude. Yeah, yeah, terrifying, yeah. Yeah, absolutely
2: terrifying. You know,
0: I, I'm quite happy to say, you know, there are many people life that I'm scared of. Not because, you know, I'm big and hard, but many
2: people, I'm stupid.
0: Yeah. yeah you
2: know, I will I I mouth off them off. But
1: there's something about
2: these that just makes you go, no, <laughs> just be, yeah. be quiet, just, yeah. just sit there and be himself. There's that, there's a menace in there
0: about him that just goes. There are things this dude has done
2: that I never
0: ever need to know about. Him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrifying. I, I, I'm not to see it truly terrifying. I, I'd kind of like to see it happen, like you know, a sort of charity boxing match.
2: Yeah, but it would last like three seconds, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. The guys would trap to, get, the guys were trapped to get in the ring. And then he'd shit his pants and then he just start crying and forth with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Discover God and go off and join some monastery, which is probably where he, where he
0: should be headed right now because it's the only place he's ever going to get escape music <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, there's clearly mental health issues there, I think. or oh, he's trying to make his band relevant or something, but he's picking on the wrong yeah. people. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's just mouthing off to the wrong guy. Yeah. I, so I spoke to um
0: the, Stairways the other week. Yeah, man. Yeah. So nice guys. They're on Engineer Records, the Stairways. Um. Absolutely,
2: absolutely lovely guys. If, you know, they've got a new record coming out soon, and if you love power pop, you're going to so love these
0: guys.
2: Yeah. So, you
0: know, high energy. Yeah, high energy and such. Well, this All is out, um power pop. We got a track to play, have not we? Um. Yeah, but then it's like,
2: an acoustic track. Uh, yeah. Just trapping off
1: the, the
0: album coming up. it's like uh, Old Telephone. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's from the uh, Lamp, like Lamp, it. Lamp Light the Fire, Volume 3, on Engineer Records. This is Old Telephone by like. Stay Awakes Yes, indeed. cool, that was uh, Stay Awakes with uh, Old Telephone. Tim, on. got a chance to speak to him. I
2: did, and they were lovely guys and here we go,
0: just a new with with Stay Awakes. If you're looking for the best new bands punk and hardcore have to offer look no further than Engineer Records. Sponsors of Mass Movement Presents.
3: Hello. Hey. Yeah.
5: Alright boys, how are you? You all right. <laughs> Good. Bloody hell. Finally getting my- got there. That's me, that is, being a technophobe. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, There's a lot to get used to, all this new technology. I
5: haven't got a clue. I'm over the hill, <laughs> I am. Yeah. So, tell us about the Stay Awake's then.
3: Who, what, when and how? Who, what, when and how? Well, we go back a long way, a few of us. So Andrew and I have been in band since the early 90s. We were at school together, so just the usual thing. Started playing... Green Day covers and school assembly and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and then we did various musical things. Um, eventually we went to university and hooked up with Steve and another chap who's moved over to New Zealand and we formed a band called originally Millhouse, um, kind of pop punky. And then that morphed into a band called Day of the Fight. And that was more of a kind of post hardcore thing okay that was kind of 2000s um played loads of shows toured loads loved it kind of released an album um the modern rock hall of fame which you can just about find on spotify still (laughs) um and yeah we kind of went our separate ways just you know life took us in different directions um and then in 2010 i remember quite distinctly having a a chat with a guy in the back of a minibus on the way back from Rixie's wedding. Rixie's our singer about how we should form a band and kind of all got a bit, you know, life gets in the way of these things. And kind of, yeah, we, we started getting together, writing some songs and that guy KO is no longer in the band, but uh, the current lineup is basically Steve who you can see Rixie, who's left the room for something, um, myself, <laughs> and Jimmy, who's another kind of old school... Not a school friend, but he's from the Isle of Wight. We're all from the Isle of Wight. Um, okay. And
5: Hello,
3: mate. i go back a long way.
5: Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> so, apologies. What happens is when
6: my phone's in the holster, it overheats. Yeah. It overheats and then shuts down. So, oh, I'm going okay. to... Just- we're going to go handheld. I think you can. Renegade.
3: <laughs> You've got on How you
6: doing, Tim? I'm all right, brother. How are you? Very well, thanks. Nice to meet you.
5: Nice to meet you too, man. So, w- what drew you to the murky world of punk rock and what keeps you firmly locked in its embrace? Because none of us ever escaped this bloody thing.
6: <laughs> I heard a documentary on Radio One about the Sex Pistols. Right. And uh, which led me to listen to Nevermind the Bollocks, and that's probably, that was probably it, really. Blew my mind.
5: And it's, it's, it's still a Sex Pistols to keep you around. Oh, that's dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> probably not what No, us. that
6: was probably the entry point for me. Yeah. yeah.
3: was so the early days, here. The early days were like local venues and. Like, as I was saying, on the Isle of Wight, there's a venue called yeah. The Squadron um, which was just like, it was our scene and it's just what everyone did on a Friday, Saturday night. We used to go out, watch bands, be in bands, play there and that was, yeah, you know, that was our life that kind of hooked us in.
6: For me it was, um, you could have a stage even if you couldn't really, you hadn't really refined what you were doing, you couldn't really play there was still a stage and an audience we would give you a chance. And that's, you know, that's the most important thing I think, and still is for me.
5: They you all know. involved, everybody being equal and just getting involved and mucking in like.
6: Quite right, yeah.
5: Indeed. So your name's an homage to 80 slasher flicks, I believe.
6: That's right, yeah. So we were sort of between bands we used to be in a band years ago called Day of the Fight and we put wow. out an album and um, toured a bit and stuff. That's um, the three guys you, you, um, you're talking to at the moment. We were in Day of wow. the Fight and then we had a bit of a break and wanted to get back into something. And I was starting to watch all these 80s slasher movies like um, Sleepaway Camp and The Burning and things like that. And uh, wanted a name that evokes that. And the stay awake sort of seem to, seem to work.
5: Right, so, given given the name of the band, what are you, you can't sleep after you've watched this five horror classics?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, five horror classics? Yeah, yeah,
5: the ones that you can't sleep after you've watched these.
6: Oh, The Exorcist.
5: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
6: For starters.
5: Yeah. Um, oh, all
6: right, Poltergeist. Maybe.
5: So, so I'm not the only one that finds that film terrifying. My, my 17-year-old daughter says it's for six-year-old kids. I, yeah, Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's not quite a horror, but I'd, I'd put The Shining in there. Okay.
4: I've got a weird, obscure European one, uh, Spanish film called Wreck. Um, it was uh, remade, um, an American version called Quarantine. Um yeah, the original is a Spanish Spanish film set in Barcelona. It's called Rec, and it's about um, yeah, basically crazy shit happening in uh, a, a flat in Barcelona, and all hell breaks loose. And it's it is scary. Yeah, yeah. It is. Check it out.
5: <laughs> one more. One more. One more.
6: One more. It's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street, surely,
5: first one No, 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 that's, that's, no. well, alright, well, okay It's your choice, I mean, yeah Okay, well, <laughs> maybe not
6: Go for it, Tim, you tell us
5: Exodus 3 The Heretic Oh, yeah Exodus 3 no, XS, not The Heretic, Heretic's Exodus 2 Exodus 3 with that whole Brad Doerr speech Right Mm. few boos from the audience. I think, well, that's, that's just me going there, but yeah. It's all about you guys.
6: I haven't seen so it for what, ages. No? No.
5: So what, what's your guiltiest geeky secret? The one that you don't tell anybody until you've known them for at least a year in case they have run in the other direction? Oh,
3: so many.
6: <laughs> there is one. I mean, wrestling is probably the... Um, the one, and I'm you know, I, I came out the closet as a wrestling fan. Um, right. you know, I'm, I'm very open, and if you know, if people don't get it, that's fine. But, um, that's probably the one, yeah, for me.
3: Well, okay. It's, uh, it's got to be guitar pedals, so definitely, <laughs> if there were a, a guitar pedals anonymous group, I would probably have to join it.
5: Be the founding member,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. I'll get back, back. to some artwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got know. a preview for us, Steve? Sorry. You got a preview for us? A preview of what? The yeah. artwork.
4: Oh, uh, I'm still working on it. Okay. I'll, I'll reveal shortly. So.
5: <laughs> okay. So somebody mentioned the. Uh, topic of obscure 90s punk rock bands. So... Okay. Given that, each of you choose one pre-millennium punk rock outfit that's long forgotten and nobody else really cares about, and tell us why they ruled.
6: Limp, for me. The band Limp, on Honest right. songs It was an offshoot of Fat Wreck, I believe. Yeah. And... Um, they put out three records and um, the first two are faultless. So catchy. The guitar works really good. The harmonies are insane. Uh, musicianship, limp. Right. That's my pick. How,
3: how, That's your pick. How, how punk do we need to go Would uh, would Snug? It's, it's okay? entirely up to you. It's entirely up to you. Snuff. Snug.
5: Uh,
3: who? Hardly than Snuff. <laughs> Are you aware of them no no so no. Uh, who's now quite a, a well-known uh guy he was one of them he wrote quite a few the songs but it's just super poppy catchy it's more power pop than uh than punk if we're honest but um funny enough frank turner gave him a shout out the other day on uh, on bbc radio 6 oh okay Basically, his mum wouldn't let him go to any proper hardcore shows, but she did let him go to that one because they were nice kind of public school boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so...
5: An obscure 90s punk rock band. What's
4: Me? Um, yeah. Yeah, again, it, the punk rock Credentials is questionable, but uh, it's a Swiss band called Chewy, who I know um, Rixie is a massive fan of too. Um, Big time. They're, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they're just really cool. Um, singer with a strengthy squeaky voice, but um, just wrote some killer melodies. Um, late 90s, very obscure, should have been bigger. Um, yeah, we actually went to
6: see them for,
4: uh, what, what what birthday was it? We just made a random trip over to Lausanne. So
6: we were in our early 20s, I think, mate.
4: Yeah, I think it was sort of like maybe like mid-noughties or something. Yeah, just flew over to Lausanne just to see a random band, uh, this Chewy band. And we even got a shout-out as well. Like, There's two guys from the UK here and all this. So it's, yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, they're worth checking out. If you can find anything of them, yeah.
6: <laughs> they were on Fierce
5: Panda. That's the, it, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. The UK. Yeah. So, you have already mentioned professional wrestling, and it's a subject that's really close to our hearts and mass movement. So, given that, what was the greatest moment in professional wrestling so far?
3: And who's the greatest professional wrestler of all time? Wow. Surely Andre the Giant is the uh, latter. Uh, disagree, I feel.
6: The greatest moment oh, yeah. in pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Wow Um, I'm not sure it was this year's Wrestlemania I'm not sure that was the best
5: No, definitely not
6: (laughs) I have just finished it Literally 10 minutes ago
5: What do you think?
6: I don't know what to think Um, I enjoyed actually some of the 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 in ring stuff was alright I enjoyed the um, Bailey Sasha Banks match very much.
5: <laughs> well, who wouldn't? <laughs> so. We've got a I was gutted for Drew. Um,
6: Drew Galloway. Gutted for him. His big push. Gutted. I
4: haven't I heard of these people. The new one. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so who's the greatest wrestler of all time? Rick Flair. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. Yes, yeah. 100% <laughs> agreement. Rick Flair is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Can't argue with the that. The Nature Boy. Yeah. Oh, woo! 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper woo that is. Uh, met Rick Flair once. You met him? Yes. In Portland. Was he was did he live up to the hype or is he
6: absolutely hundred percent styling and profiling
5: <sighs> that, that, that's a proper that's a proper jealous one that's of yeah <laughs> it's a, it's a, a, a life a life goal so someone's also been out as being a hair metal fanatic <laughs> so top three favorite hair metal bands why <laughs>
4: Going from uh, three to one. Oh. Third would be. Oh. There's only really two for me. Okay. Uh, Poison. Right. And number one has to be Motley Crue.
5: Okay. First Poison. three albums are great, but I, I don't know if I buy them after that. So.
4: It's the uh, yeah, the post Vince Neal is just not worth. It worrying about, you know, it's, it's all about the Vince Neil era. So. Okay. And then,
5: so, uh,
4: yeah.
5: Is there a reason why? Uh,
4: not really. Just uh, to just own them all on vinyl as well, you know. <laughs> An unexplained
5: love for it, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, what's this about Police Academy? Come on. I, 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 don't, I don't get it.
6: So, we're missing... Um, Jimmy C. He's too controversial for uh, tonight. So, um,
5: okay. We, um, Police Academy.
6: do you like you remember when pre Netflix? Yeah. You, you know, you just have to wait for films to turn up on terrestrial TV, and it would be yeah. like Police Academy 2 would be on ITV, you know, and you'd record it. Well, I would record it. And just that's all I watched as a kid. I just like take films off TV, Police Academy 2 or Police Academy 1 was just like th- literally just watch them constantly. You know, that stupid, puerile humor. Loved it.
3: I'm serious. I
6: still good. Still, still good.
5: So do you not think that the films jump the shark after Police Academy 2? The franchise they, uh, they don't
6: pick up until four. I think four. You know, who is it?
5: Mahoney comes back in four. I have one? no idea. I have no idea. <laughs>
6: Steve Gutenberg comes back in number. Yeah. Number four, I believe. He takes. He's out for three, and then he comes back in four. And they've got all the skateboarders. So like, um, Tony Hawk is in it. I believe so right. four. So um, and the soundtrack was um, was quite fun in number four but you're, you're right the first number one and two should have left it there really but uh, right. we, we talked about doing a podcast watching the films and um and then discussing them afterwards we got about halfway through number one and uh,
5: yeah <laughs> there's like seven of them though isn't there yeah and a... <sighs> I, I, I have no idea we've got the seven no idea So back to Stay Awakes, is there a new record due soon? Certainly is, yeah. Um, So so tell us about it, something to look forward to post-corona?
3: Yeah, Yeah. that'd be nice to look forward to something, wouldn't it? It would. Every day the same. So um, we started kind of uh, demoing it quite a while ago now, um, well over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And we were just kind of, Bashing out songs in the rehearsal room. And it came evident that yeah, we had an album and material we're really happy with. It's kind of really upbeat and fun. And you know, there's some you know, there's a lot of variety um, in stuff that's there's some older songs there, so stuff that we've been working on for you know many years ago that we just never got together at the time. We just find they found their place and some newer stuff, and also. On the last album, Jimmy, who's not with us right now, he, um, he, didn't, he only contributed to the playing on the last album. He didn't contribute to the writing or the, the singing. Right. Um, he's very much a, a, a songwriter and um, sings a number of songs on the new album as well. And yeah, we're, we're, we're just, we tracked it, finished uh, early this year, and it's currently out for mixing. Um, we've got engineer records behind us who are, you know, have been excellent in being proactive and getting us on their compilations at the minute. Um, one one song off the album we've done an acoustic version for their their compilation at the moment. Their kind of lowdown, um, "Lamp Light the Fire." I think it's volume yeah. five. Is it? Three. Is it volume three? Um,
6: yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult second album, Tim, so, um, okay. you know, it's one of those, but um, it was fun putting it together, um, it was hard work, actually, we, we kind of, we wanted to get it right, and um, the first one was no pressure, really, we didn't expect anyone to hear the first one, we were doing it, it as a bit of fun, and now Engineer came on board, we actually sort of want to give them something, you know, quality, so um, there was, yeah, we We've spent a lot of time sort of pre-production getting this right. And we're really proud of it. It's as Pete says, we're getting it mixed at the moment, which is taking a bit of time, but um, I'm confident, you know, um, it's a great set of songs. So what can go wrong, really? let's find out. (laughs)
5: Looking forward to hearing it. It gives us all something to smile about anyway. So every band's got this weird gig story the strange thing that happened when we played the show. What's the Stay Awakes one?
6: Okay. Um, I'm going go to go Huddersfield. Why? We were touring our, um, our first album and the tour got to, got to Huddersfield and it's a great venue. I don't know if anyone knows the parish in Huddersfield. I'm sure some of the guys that tune into your, to your podcast will be aware of that. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic venue. Um, but what happened at the end of that show was um, the promoter basically just declared it was a free bar. So we, we got stuck in, having not really had thought about where we were going to stay that night.
3: We hadn't eaten anything for 24 hours. <laughs> um,
6: we started ringing around travel lodges, you know, very drunk, about two in the morning, realised quickly nothing was, um, was available so, um, go on, Pete, do you want to take it from here?
3: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, we had, you know, tensions were high. Um, I seem to remember Jimmy and Steve, uh, they decided they were going to kip in the van. And we, we thought we had a place to stay. At, um, some guys who organised the show, that they said, I'll come stay at ours. They ha- they've got a record shop. And um, so we got, we ended up managing to get a taxi there, which cost us an extraordinary amount of money. Um, and so we, they had a shutter down on the, on the shop front and we were like, oh, this is inconvenient. It's right in the high street, quite an urban area. Um, we started kind of delicately banging on the shutter to try and get someone to open it. Uh, nothing. This giving. is
6: like 3am, 4am? something.
3: So you know, our, we we start to bang a little bit louder, you know, not trying to disturb the masses, but just try and wake someone up in the building. That didn't work. Um eventually probably got quite loud, just smashing the shit out of the shutter. And um, yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing. So next to the record shop there's this churchyard. Um, we we call it a graveyard for dramatic effect, but uh that was our, our bed for that, basically. Um <laughs>
4: The best part of it was the next day when oh. we all woke up in various places strewn across Yorkshire <laughs> um, we, we,
3: well, hang <laughs> we managed to get back to the van We, d- we got a taxi oh. back to the van I slept on a Marshall 4x12 um, cab in the boot uh, I think Rixie slept on top of Jimmy that was the only I didn't one
6: sleep,
4: no sleep. sleep No, but what I was going to was Nothing the which was uh, when we managed to get a free trial at a Valentine's health spa yeah.
1: uh,
4: on the way to Hull the next day. Uh, <laughs> literally went to Matterland, bought swimming shorts, and then <laughs> raced up to this, this health spa on the outskirts. And
6: that—that that was PJ Pete uh, yeah. saved the day. That, 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 that. Duncan. Absolutely.
4: Thanks, thanks Duncan. Uh, Do you know what we
6: played in Hull the the night after? The Adelphi. And uh, and Wayne came to see us, didn't he? Um, And actually it was Wayne that put us in touch with Engineer Records. So, you know, that's kind of, that was a really important show for us, playing and no sleep.
3: We played pretty terribly, but it's still... I fell asleep on
6: stage. (laughs) Straight up.
4: Uh, That's mental.
6: Yeah.
4: (laughs) That was an interesting 48 hours.
6: (laughs) I fell asleep in one song and I woke up in another song. (laughs) No word of a
5: lie. All right, so (laughs) share an incredibly strange stay-awakes fact with us. Well,
6: we're all from the Isle of Wight originally. However, we didn't know each other when we lived on the Isle of Wight. We met each other after we'd all moved off, strangely. But, yeah, we found each other. The islanders, <laughs> we have that way of finding each other.
5: Weird form of serendipity.
6: Right. Mm. The first, I left home and the, the first day in Portsmouth, I met Steve, who's from the Isle of Wight, and I said, does anyone does anyone play the drums? And he, and he didn't say he played the drums, but his his friend did. He said he plays the drums. I was like, right, we're going to be mates, me and you. <laughs> 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 not
5: of not, not any really personal connection, just you can play the drums, that's it.
6: Yeah. yeah. I'd never seen the guy before, but you know he played the drums, so that was all good with me. I knew how hard it was to find a good drummer, you see.
5: Yeah, yeah. it's next to impossible. Exactly.
4: You didn't find one that night either.
5: Guys. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice.
6: laughs> Too modest. He's um... being sassy, he's the best.
4: No, oh, I'm good now. <laughs> so what thinking. have you
5: guys got Sorry What have you guys got planned For after the whole Corona thing Is over When's that I'm Make some Make some oh, videos
6: yeah. Put out some singles Get on tour Get on the road Play some gigs again, I'm
5: going to go to a pub I'm just
6: going you know,
3: to hit a pub Stay there all day <laughs> Thursday no, night even I'll, I'll kind of get together at night Get in a room Make some noise So just doing that Would be mm. Lovely right now
6: yeah it was weird the, the night the last night we all hooked up was in our favorite uh, pub venue called the wave maiden in south city and uh, and it was just before they um closed all the pubs and it was a bit quiet to be fair wasn't it um
3: was only staff in
6: there yeah and we sort of we knew it was like the last time we'd see each other for a long time and uh, it was actually really fun. We we had a laugh and we did the social distancing thing, didn't we? We sort of uh, yeah. sat at the other ends of the table,
4: two chairs <laughs> apart. <laughs>
6: and and I knew I did not see Steve for a bit. And he, I hope you don't mind, Steve. You you know, Steve bought some fags and we just had a, a smoke on the seafront. And gave him, I gave Steve a big hug. I said, take care, mate. And then that was it. I haven't seen well, really, haven't seen each other since. Been a bit mad.
5: The whole world's gone metal. Indeed. It's just, it's just gone absolutely nuts. Right. Well, if there's anything you'd like to add, gentlemen, speak now if I will hold your peace. Thank you, Tim.
6: Thanks, Keep thanks. up the good work, mate. I'm going to ca- catch up on some mass movements. Because there's a few to catch up on.
5: <laughs> there's, a, there's a few out there, yeah. All right, take it easy, guys. Thank you again. Take All the best, Can mate. Take care of yourself. Take care. Stay safe. Bye yeah, you too. Bye-bye.
6: Hi, this is Barney Veer
2: from Napalm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement.
0: OK, that was Tim's chat with uh, Stay Awake. Check them out there on Engineer Records. And that's about it from us for for today.
2: If that's right, it's from Lockup, and you know, this is the only time the government will let
0: you have on the telephone. <laughs> yeah. Started. It's your one-mandated phone call a week. <laughs> <laughs> go, yeah, one-mandated yeah. <laughs> phone call. Yeah. So are we going to shout out, Tim?
2: Oh, to, uh, to Stay with Boys, because they were absolutely lovely to talk to. And, as usual, our sponsors, Engineer Records. Yep. And you for figuring out how to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we used to do social distancing, social distancing, social distancing.
0: I think we'd be taken a little bit further than most people in our social distancing 30 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed doing it this way, actually. I mean, obviously, I miss, <laughs> I miss seeing your lovely face, you know, but... Uh... <laughs> You a fucker, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what we got coming up then? We got a couple of good interviews in the bag, have not we? Next week we got an interview with Ash Return. We do indeed, they are, oh. that they are just
2: incredible.
0: Uh, yeah, They're, so in
2: a, um, in a, yes, it won't ignite anymore.
0: Ash Return, is just going to fill in that gap, like it. Yeah, they got a new singer, Johnny Johnny the Bomber or Johnny the Bomber or something like that. Um, yeah, totally nice guy. I had a chat with him this week, so you can hear all that on, on the next episode. But um, that's about it for now. Yeah, so until next week
1: or whenever else we use it. Bye bye. Bye. Movement possess. Movement possess.